Hey guys, Red here. Before we begin this week's episode, we got an opportunity to listen to the new album that's going to be coming out from R. Kelly and Usher. It is called Robert vs. Raymond, and we wanted to give you guys a little preview of some of the tracks. It's basically remixes of some of their greatest hits, so let's get right into it. First up, we have, by Mr. R. Kelly himself, a song called Concubines. Girl, you need someone, someone like me, yeah, yeah, to tell you when you can eat. I don't see nothing wrong with keeping me some concubines. I don't see Next up, we have another song by Mr. R. Kelly, and it is Down Low in the Basement. Listen, girl, you're with me, but they need you. Just keep telling them that everything is cool. They trying to convince me, baby, to send you on your way. Don't worry about them and get back in your cage and keep it on the down low. Nobody, nobody has to know. Nobody has to know, baby. Go back to your damn cage. Next up, we switch it up with a little bit of Usher and You Make Me Want a Herpes. This is what I do. This is what I do. I give herpes to women for free. This is what I do. You know I gave herpes to who I'm with. And now I want to give it to you. This is what I do. Think of all the pills and outbreaks to come along with it to make me. You make you know me. I gave herpes to who I'm with, and now I'm gonna give it to you. This is what I do. Think of all the pills and outbreaks that come along with it. You make me, you make me. Before anything became between us, you were like my best friend, the one I used to run and talk to when me and my girl was having problems. You used to say it'll be okay, suggest some nice things I should do. But when I get home at night and lay my head down, I want to give these herpes to you. You make me want Back now to Mr. Pied Piper, and we have I Believe I'll Deny.
I used to think that I could not go home without some teens that I could call my own. And now I know exactly what's too far. Since they're just of age, then I won't catch a charge if they can't see it then I ain't do it if they don't believe it I won't go through it I believe I'll deny if anybody stops to ask me why I think about it every night and day how to keep these teens in a cage They believe they can soar Though they never see an open door I believe I'll deny I believe I'll deny I believe I'll deny One, two, three, four, fifth Next song is going to be by Usher Raymond, and it is Nice and Slow Recovery. It's 7 o'clock on the dock. I'm in my drop top, cruising the streets. Mm-hmm. I got a real pretty, pretty little thing. I'm going to give these her peace. I pull up, anticipating she don't know that I've been a patient I got plans to put my hands in places Leave these herpes, girl, you know what I mean Let me take you to a place nice and quiet Where there's no one there to interrupt Ain't gotta rush There's something I got to let you know I've been having our breaks for so long You can't control it if you just keep up You gon' have to let your doctor know Now back to the Pied Piper and we have When a Captive's Fed Up Sitting here looking in the mirror Saying damn to myself I should've known the day would come when they would reach out for some help And all the things I took them through Shit, I shouldn't have lasted this long Now they think they about to leave here I think they wrong Cause when the captain's fell No matter how they beg go It ain't nothing they can do about it Nothing they can do about it Not a damn thing They just ran up out of love Mr. Usher Raymond has the next song and it is You Do Have to Call. After the night, it just might burn when you pee. I'ma play it for real. Ask your doctor for real. Yeah, you might want to talk to your physician about this. Yeah, it's, it's not a good situation. Don't leave your girl around me, true player, for real. Ask your doctor for real. 
about it That medication is advice I sacrifice Cause you cannot sleep without it Meanwhile I I, I love you You are my girl See I But you still got the package, baby You have to call It's okay, girl Cause the ER is open tonight You do have to call You need to call It's okay, girl Cause the ER is open tonight I have to say, this is by far my favorite album by these two men. So just keep on a lookout for this new album. Again, it is going to be Robert versus uh, Raymond. And I, you know, hope you guys enjoyed this little preview of the album. Also, I hope you enjoy the show. Let's get into it. Self-serving, persuasive talkers. Of everything and nothing. We, we are, are Conversation, Conversation Con Artists. Artists. People, it's your boy Mr. On Point. And I am Clemmy Ray. And we are Conversation Con Artists back for another episode. The juice is loose. Very loose. We'll I don't get know to that though. Probably loose in more ways than one after that jail stint. I mean, I don't know. He was whooping nigga asses is what got him in there. So I don't know that he wouldn't have. I think if he did, he wouldn't have went down without a fight. Being swallowed don't mean you won't get no loose booty in jail. I mean, I guess. I feel like people, like, I don't know, people. OJ just seemed like one of them people that like the prison not necessarily because they scared of him I just because he OJ I just don't feel like they would have been trying to bend him over I don't know maybe who knows I don't know that ain't the image that I get from OJ. I just feel like if you are a professional that goes to jail and you big you swole you fast well there's somebody that's been in jail that the only goal they've had was to lift weights and become swole and become big. Like, I feel like half of the prison population can throw you around. Yeah, but he also is a highly publicized murderer. And again, went to jail for whooping somebody that like, I don't feel like he the, he ain't, he ain't Lil Wayne going into prison or he ain't Boosie going into prison. Like, I feel like his reputation is like again i don't know that it's so much that they're scared of him but i, I think he might have garnered some respect from the inmates not not fear but he's going to jail with low profile murderers like <laughs> but what does that mean what i'm what i'm saying is that murder don't mean nothing to them a murderer coming into the jail don't mean nothing to them because ain't no telling who they done murdered yeah but he oj and and got away with like actually murdering somebody like i feel like in jail that would count for a lot like you coming in here not even for the murder you committed you coming in here for stealing your own shit back i don't know i just don't i don't know i don't get that vibe from him like i did with other celebrities that go to prison like i just feel like the prisoners would have been like oh shit nigga we in here with oj like i just feel like i, I think that shit go away pretty quick like you find out OJ's an asshole and he don't like kids and uh I mean as long as he ain't molesting. He eat his spaghetti a with a spoon. <laughs> they be like, nah, we gotta we gotta fuck this nigga up. Maybe. I just don't that wasn't what I got from from him. But he out. He's a free man now. Anyway, check out the website www.conversationconartist.com and check out all of the stuff we got on there. 
Also, leave us some feedback. You hover over to the left. You can leave us a listener letter. Send us an email. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationclownartist at gmail.com. Today's question is based on two of our topics, which... Of course, R. Kelly and Usher, y'all knew we had to talk about them. But, so, because of these two stories, the question is, do you have a celebrity crush that, obviously, R. Kelly's situation is a special situation. It takes a special type of person. But Usher, I feel like a lot of people could get into that kind of a situation where you get starstruck and it's like, oh, Usher likes me and wants to talk to me. And then you end up with with the hurt. So... <laughs> Do you have? Do you even have any celebrity crushes? I don't really get caught up in celebrity stuff um, much, so I don't have no big crush. But for the sake of this question, I am going to go down the rabbit hole of ideas about my celebrity crushes potentially. So I'm going to answer this question in the terms of: Is there a celebrity? So for me, that's going to be a black. Mm-hmm female mm -hmm. celebrity mm -hmm. that could invite me to her home mm -hmm. to live there. I'm not talking about R. Kelly because I feel like neither one of us will fall for that shit. I Look, mean, I'm more just saying. Well, listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on now. If, I don't know what R. Kelly is offering these women, but if, <laughs> listen, the thing is, he got to be offering them a somewhat decent life. Yeah, but even the if price. they don't have access to the outside world. Price is high. So I'm going to say, if a black celebrity female said, hey, Mr. On Point, I want you to come to my house. I got games. I got candy. I got all the kinds of foods. I got everything you could possibly want. Candy. All I need for you to do is pledge your allegiance to me and please me sexually the way that you are trained to do so. <laughs> Is there a celebrity I would do that for? If there was a celebrity I would do that for. There's not a celebrity that I would do that well, for. Well, you're a woman. I was thinking more This of, is not something that would ever happen to a man, so I can, I can be, <laughs> can't I play around with this? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to answer it more to Usher's situation, not R. Kelly, because not even in 18-year-old in Red would have went to go and stay with a fucking known pedophile. That's just me. And I'm just suspicious in nature, so I don't trust motherfuckers. Anyway, celebrity or not. Not to the point where I'm going to move in your house and shit. That's crazy. So, hmm. I'm going to be answering it from the Usher perspective, not from the R. Kelly. Because in my mind, that ain't even So, possible. what are you answering it from? Somebody who let give you her piece? No, not somebody. <laughs> Obviously, the girl did not know that that was what was going on. She just liked Usher. So, I'm answering it from the perspective of a, a celebrity that I find attractive that I might be... That you and might it, let hit not, raw. Yeah, well, that I would have sex with. Because you know you can even with a with a condom if the skin still touches you still can. I mean it let during condoms, an outbreak, huh? During an outbreak. Yeah, condoms can lessen your 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 chances, but it isn't a hundred percent. So the, I imagine from the perspective of a celebrity, I would just have sex with, and one of those at the top of my list is Idris Elba. Because I think he, I love his British accent. 
and I think he is an extremely handsome. He just got swag. He just got it's just something about him. I feel like a lot of women feel that because everybody always like he's just like a regular dude. That's to y'all. <laughs> he does not look like a regular dude to me. He just has this. I don't know, this suaveness about himself. I love Idris Elba. It's the money. It is not the money. If 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 I go I'm going to Walmart when I leave here. If I go to Walmart right now and I go down the aisle and it's a dude that looks exactly like fucking Idris Elba on the I'm gonna think that that man is attractive. And I'm not It gonna, ain't the money from your side. No. It ain't the money from your it's the money from his side. What do you mean? I mean that people walk differently oh, okay. when they got bills to pay versus <laughs> when all their bills is paid. You know what I'm saying? Like people feel differently about themselves when they yeah. driving a 98 Toyota Camry versus <laughs> when they driving whatever Idris Elba driving, which I imagine is f fantastic. Probably something fantastic. Like, so when he step out of his car with his $1,000 shoes on and a $3,000 suit, he's going to have a level of swag that is not accessible to people the likes of me. Yeah, that's true. Because one of my pair of shoes came from Salvation Army. <laughs> and they look pretty good. But they ain't $1,000 shoes. I kind of treat them like they came from Salvation Army. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, it's not about the money from your part, but it's like when people have access to those things, then it's, it's a different situation. But whatever it is. I like Idris Elba. And also the guy, I cannot pronounce his name, and I'm not going to, like, ruin it. Cottonmouth, if you've watched, um, what's the name of that damn show? Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Cottonmouth, the actor that played Moonlight. Cottonmouth. And he he played a gangster in um, Moonlight. His face look weird. It doesn't look but you think that Omar Epps look like a pug, so I'm Omar not... Epps does look like a pug. <laughs> That is true. Whatever. He doesn't look like a pug to me. He don't have typical regular features. He doesn't. That's why I like him. His I face feel like, look like an alien. I think his face looks unique. His face is big. His head is big at the top <laughs> and it's little at the bottom like the bottom of an ice cream cone. That's weird. I'm not saying that, you know, his look can't have an acquired taste to women. <laughs> I'm just saying. he They not going to put him... On one of them S curl boxes in Walmart <laughs> in the cow care section. No, probably not. Because <laughs> his but face, I don't want, you know, I don't want one of the S curl bottles. They look like they think they, they pretty. I don't want this shit. They are pretty. I don't want a pretty man. To white America. I don't want a pretty man. So, Cottonmouth, Omar Epps, <laughs> Andrews Elba, all of them are dark skin. I don't really know that I have a light skin. Um, let's see. Hmm. No. Mm, I don't know. I don't think I have any um any light skin. Maybe Boris Kojo. I think, and I don't even think it's him. I think I, cause I don't think I liked him previous to him being married to Nicole Ari Parker. But like, I just like how he is, how he seems to be with like her and like his family. Like he just seems to be like a nice guy. Um, I mean, that's really the only light skin man I can think of. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesse Williams. Woke, Jesse Woke Williams. Bay. Yeah. Even with his situation? I ain't got shit. Look, I am not one of these people who, like, is looking at this situation like he leaving a black woman for a white woman. I, I mean, 
you know, maybe his marriage was shitty. I don't know. And maybe he, he's half white. I think people forget that his mom is a white woman. So him being attracted to white women does not surprise me. I don't give a shit about that. If he got happy, he getting out okay. He probably could have waited till the divorce was final for you, you know, that he all publicly with her. But whatever. Um, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I still woke back. He's intelligent. We can have good conversations and shit. Yeah. I'm just not seeing many women that because I'm scrolling down of course down not you're not going to see anybody that you're going to let hold you <laughs> and not let you visit anybody in your life <laughs> just you just be in their house all the damn time I be in my house all the damn time that's different that's your house you can do what you want you ain't got nobody you at somebody beck and call all the damn time or having to be trained in the ways of pleasure in this particular woman by some some other dude telling you what to do like that would be fucking weird as long as he don't touch my meat <laughs> Oh my God. I can take lessons. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Let me that. see. Old Felicia Rashad, Claire Huxtable. Oh, Claire Huxtable. But that verse, not old Felicia, not old Felicia Rashad like now. I mean, young Felicia Rashad. I said it backwards. <laughs> old as in back then, not oh, okay. old as in current. Okay. So, Claire Huxtable, yes. Oh, Morris Chestnut. He dark skin too, but yeah. Morris Chestnut. Yeah. Oh, he really always no. play assholes and stuff. I don't care. I don't care. That doesn't mean that's how he is in real life. But it might Ooh, be how he is in real Derek life. Derek Luke. Derek Who's Luke that? was um have you ever seen Antoine Fisher? Mm-mm. Nope. I don't know what else he's been in besides his, he's been in other stuff, but I just can't think of anything right at the moment. He looked like fucking Morris Chestnut. I mean it, it's a similar look. Um, I just like dark skin men, I think. I like Gabrielle Union. Okay. I don't like that she got with D Wade. No, I don't think nobody liked that, but you know. Because I don't I don't feel good about D Wade. <laughs> I don't know. Elle Varner. Oh, she's so cute. I like her album. I really, really liked her her oh, first yeah. album. She needed another she, one. I was just finna say she ain't put out nothing else but that I have that album. I but love that album. I like her. Yeah. I like the version of her that she portrayed in her album okay you know is i follow her on instagram that's pretty much who she is yeah i liked it i liked it that's who like from her instagram i'll just say that because i do follow her because i think she's awesome and she seems to be that same person even now i don't know what the big deal is about halle berry i mean i think that well, let's she be a little to her I mean, she's pretty, but I think she's pretty in a way that appealed to white audiences, and so she got a lot more work, and she gets puts on these lists and stuff, but, like, I don't know that she's, like, the most beautiful woman in the world, like, I don't know about that. Um, Carrie Washington. I like Carrie. Carrie's. Her face is weird. <laughs> what is with you and weird she faces? Pretty. She is pretty. She got some. Uh, her, her African. I don't know art. what it is about her. I think her cheeks is way too rosy or something. Like her cheeks is just so round. She like got cheeks that grandma would have been pinching when she was little. She has high cheekbones and it makes her cheeks look big. I think. But I think that's what it is. Because her, her face is actually pretty small. I think her cheekbones are just high, so it gives this illusion that her cheeks are big. But I think if you pinch her cheek, you'd probably pinch bone. Like it's. It's her bone structure that makes it look like that, I feel like. Tracy Ellis Ross. Love her. Joan Crawford. Um, 
Can't do Raven Simone. Oh, hell the fuck. No, why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. on a picture, she's pretty. I she's mean, attractive. I just see her stupid. She looks stupid to me now because I know she's stupid. That's, so I mean, that's that's the problem. It like, translates into her look now, and I just think she looks stupid. <laughs> but, so. you know, I just don't. I try not to feed so much into the system of misogyny that I look at women and just aesthetically decide whether they're desirable or not. I just don't like participating in that. I mean, but I'm doing it now, do, but... I mean, women do that. But w- women aren't a part of the group that, that's that been a problem over t- history with. But I mean, I think that's... it's it's. It's unavoidable. Like when you meet somebody, all you have in the beginning is them aesthetically. Like that's all you have till you get to know them and you find out if they're like a good person to go along with that. But like, I feel like initial attraction is always going to be, unless like it's a situation where you've just kind of gotten to know this person over time and then like an attraction built. But initially, we're animals and that's what like that's what happens you don't you can't look at somebody and say that is a nice girl <laughs> she is so nice well, or she is so intelligent I, like, i'm not really talking about preferences you know in in terms of how you come to learn more about a person mm-hmm. i'm talking about that aesthetic that initial aesthetic being what you measure that person throughout your whole interaction with them oh, where you well. have to talk about trophy wives and stuff like oh, that well, yeah. and so it just makes me uncomfortable to participate in. Like I like, I like to say I'm attracted to this person. This person is, you know, is pretty and stuff. But I mean, obviously I just, that'll change if you get to. I feel like that's an unspoken. I feel like the trophy wife and 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 people who look at women in that way. I don't feel. I feel like they're the exception, not the rule. I think most of us. Of course, you're going to be attracted. But I didn't see plenty of people who I thought were attractive at first and then come to find out they were assholes. And then that was the end of it. Like, you know, I think everybody's initial thing is going to be. But that's be. what I'm saying. I'm not comfortable with not knowing who these women are at all. But it's not possible for you to do that without, like, you get to know the people that you find attractive. Like, that's just how that works. Like, you're not going to be able to know them at all unless you chose one based off of what you do have to go off of. And then you get to know them and decide. But there's not a way for you to know them without getting to know them. And most of us only get to know the people that we are initially attracted to. But, that, but that's, that's what makes me just, I don't really care. I don't really care to do this. Like in terms of when a bunch of dudes around talking about, oh, well. you know, women, when a bunch, you know, I, it's just, I don't. I don't feed into that system because, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's a, it's millions and millions of, you know, attractive and pretty, you know, women. Yeah. And I, I'm never going to know anything about these people. I'm never really going to know who they are. You know well, what I'm saying? unless you get to be like old girl who, uh, who happened to run into Usher. Well, did you know I don't that, want to get the clap from none of these women. Well, I mean, again, she did not either. She did not go into this saying, I'm going to get herpes. Well, like, I didn't say how. I didn't say how. I'm just saying, nobody want to get the clap from no, nobody. nobody wants to do you that. You know what I'm saying? She was the bridesmaid in his wedding to his first wife. Well, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, she she had a previous connection to him through his first wife and i think that's part of why they broke up is because he was fucking the bridesmaid and surprise she are there any comedians that you find attractive comedians no (laughs) um 
Like, is there something about them being silly that take away from... No, I just don't think they're attractive. Like, Kevin Hart is short, and I don't find short men attractive. He, I would feel like I was out with my child. Um, who else? Name That's some... disrespectful. What? Hmm? How is it disrespectful? Doing short men like that. I don't... I am entitled to have my <laughs> preference, and I would prefer you not be shorter than me. That's fucking weird. I don't like that. You called tried... your child. It feels weird because you're smaller than me. <laughs> Disrespect. <laughs> well, they ain't got to worry about it because guess what? No short man will be going out with me for me to disrespect them because I already know. I, I tried to go out with a short guy. Oh, you just disrespect all of them in one I suit? mean, you know, that's just my preference. Obviously, he married, so and she taller than him, so obviously that ain't every woman's issue. But me personally, you can't be shorter than me. Um, Charlie Murphy just looked rough. Like he was, I thought he was fucking hilarious. I loved his like rough demeanor, but like I didn't find him attractive. Like he, I don't find Eddie Murphy attractive either. And he was like the less attractive version of Eddie Murphy. So, I mean, it's not because they're silly or goofy. I just don't find any of them attractive. Like they're just not attractive to me. So, I'm trying to think, I can't think of any. Um, comedians that I think are attractive. I haven't seen Tiffany Haddish's stand up, mm. but I've watched her Breakfast Club interview and it was very enlightening about her life. She had some rough shit going on. Oh, that sucks. But from that, I feel like I'm a fan now and I want to watch Girls Trip now, even though that's something I would never <laughs> ever watch. You know, but. When you talk about somebody who literally is laughing through their pain, yeah. like that represents her story. But I like her too. She just would be too hood for me. <laughs> trying to think of athletes. I used to really love LeBron James, but like, I don't know. Like, over time, I was just, meh. Is it the hairline? It may be the hairline. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. I just lost interest. I used to ride hard for him. He but. got enough money to take the half from the back of his thighs and put it up there. <laughs> Would Did that fix it for something? you? It seemed like he had fixed it for He's a little while. He's done something. He's done something, but eh, I just, mm, I don't know. I just, that ran its course. It just, I, I was kind of over it. Um, Steph Curry, I think, is cute. Oh, he's light-skinned. Yes, Steph Curry. I think he's just a nice guy. And I think he's attractive. And he's tall. So, there you go. Um, everybody in the NBA tall. Not necessarily. It's a couple of uh, Bugsy Moogs, which he don't play no more, was the only dude in the NBA under is, six feet. How tall is Rajon Rondo? He tall in the six feet. Is he? He looks short. He looked little. That's why everybody was... looked little. That's point guards in the NBA. <laughs> Who else? I don't know. Athlete wise, six one. He is okay. Mm -hmm. He just looks little. Yeah, because he's standing next to seven foot dudes all, every time you see him. Yeah, he look like a kid out there. He does. Um, I don't know. I don't have I don't have enough knowledge about athletes. What about um, as it pertains Serena to? Williams? Everybody no. Love, you don't like Serena? Everybody loves Serena. She do too much. <laughs> and they hood. They all hood. That's why. <laughs> I don't do hood. Like, they hood. Yeah, they are. They from Compton, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> they hood and they can swing sticks. <laughs> that makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, go to Compton right now and give somebody a bat and tell them their boyfriend done <laughs> cheating on them. They gonna get Sammy Sosa numbers. Yeah. I, oh, Sammy Sosa is not <laughs> one of the athletes that I find attractive. Because he just looks like milk right now. Milk. Raw chicken. <laughs> I'm just not. Mm-mm. Can't do that self-hate shit. And he just fucked his... He just looks ridiculous. He looks like other. He doesn't look black. He doesn't look white. He doesn't look Dominican. He looks other. And that's never a good thing. Nope. Um, well, you have athletes, comedians, actors. Oh, music, uh, music artists. Um, oh, what is his... Derek, not, not Derek Luke. Um, Luke James. Luke James. Luke James. Yes, I think he's attractive. He um, played in the new edition thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I know um, he played in it. Well, he had he's had a, a some songs out though. I mean, I've heard some of his songs. Yeah. Um, Luke James. He got that falsetto situation going on. He does. Um, Maxwell. I think Maxwell is very attractive. How old I like is his whole vibe. Probably in his forties, I would assume. Um, who else, music-wise? Are there any rappers? I don't think so. <laughs> Especially not none of these new ones. Um, maybe Nas. I think Nas is okay. I don't know how tall he is. He looks short, but maybe Nas. It's probably it. Like none of the. Ra- I don't find rappers attractive. Five, Not just because they five, rap. Eight. He five eight. Mm-hmm. My height. <laughs> hey, well, he's not shorter than me, so just don't need to be shorter than me. He's still short, but not shorter than me. Well, you didn't say that before. You said I don't like short guys. You ain't like. Can you say I don't like guys shorter than shorter me? Shorter than me is short to me. Like if you're taller than me, you're not short to me. You tall, <laughs> but if you're shorter than me, you're short. So I don't like guys shorter than me. Do you wear heels? Uh, sometimes. So you would be taller than him at some point. But that's because of the heels, not just... I don't wear heels enough for that to, to fuck with me. But, like, Kevin Hart is just short all the damn time. I could wear the flattest of shoes. Hell, I could go barefoot everywhere we're going. I'm still going to be way taller than this motherfucker. So that's different to me. Have you ever even seen me in heels? I hardly ever wear heels. You've known me for, like, 10 years and probably seen me in heels, like, twice. <laughs> probably not. I don't remember. Exactly. So I don't really wear heels. So that ain't gonna be as big of a deal as if you shorter than me on just the Chuck day. And that's what I wear most of the time. That's what I got on now. Um. Yeah. No rappers. I, no, I can't. Well, now I take that back. I think J Cole is attractive. Yeah. J Cole. Hmm. J Cole look weird too. Maybe I just like weird looking niggas. <laughs> Like unique faces. I like J. Cole. Um I don't like Kendrick's look. Kendrick Lamar is five five. He looks short. Damn. He looked like he would be short. He ain't attractive to me. Love his music, love his message, love what he's doing, but I don't find him attractive. He's too rough looking. He just look rough. Like I don't need you to be like so polished that you pretty but you also need to be so rough that I'm like shit nigga just lord like I need to, a nice medium <laughs> a nice middle ground um yeah no no other rappers though well I ain't got nobody else it's, 
I've, I run out of, I just sitting here looking at people. I'm like, Mm-mm. what about Lupita Nyong'o? Uh, she's very pretty. I think Lupita's very pretty. But something about her. <laughs> I think she's something pretty. about her. I think she's missing. pretty. I think Ruby Rose is pretty. Ruby Rose is really pretty. And I don't really, you know, white chicks are white chicks, but Ruby Rose is really pretty to me. Ruby Rose, I don't even know who that is. It, she was on um, Orange is the New Black. She's a model. Oh. She's just really pretty to me. She has this whole, like, androgynous thing going on, but I think she's pretty. Like, she's just an attractive lady to me. Mm-hmm. So... All of this being said, I wouldn't want any of these people to give me herpes. And I definitely wouldn't want them to like have me locked away in a tower where I was choosing not to open the door because I was so happy with the lifestyle or because I have, you know, whatever the case may be, I would not want either of those situations to happen. Yeah, Just for fair. clarification purposes. Um, but yeah. So... I think that's that. Yeah. We can get on into the show. But if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our website or you can send it into the Gmail account, which is conversationcurrentartist at gmail.com. Uh, I mean, we can go right on into our Kelly and Usher since the question was based around them. Go for it. Okay. Who you want to start with, Usher or Kelly? I don't even care. Well, let uh, our Kelly situation is a little bit more complex, I feel like. So we can just go ahead and get the complex situation <laughs> out of the way. Now, all of you know R. Kelly is the Pied Piper. Um, supposed to be Pied Piper of R&B, but it actually is Pied Piper of young girls. <laughs> so the latest scandal with him is that he apparently is getting these young girls who are legally of age has them in like some kind of sex cult where they're living in these two houses that he has. Um, one of the, the girls' families have, has come out and is speaking out because they haven't talked to their daughter in like six months. And then to counteract that, the girl did a Skype interview with TMZ where she wouldn't tell where her location was. And she was just very obviously being coached in her responses. And then I guess they saw that people weren't buying that shit. So... She then did another video where she was like outside in a park where it wasn't nobody else around um, to say, look, I am free. I'm outside. Uh, and it was still just as weird. Like it wasn't a natural interview. Um, so, yeah, so that's and then there you have people that are like, well, they're they're adults and they're choosing to stay there. So I don't see what the problem is if they decide that they want to stay there. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Cult mentality doesn't work that way. Like, there are lots of adults that have chosen to do things because they were under the influence of whomever was running the situation that they were in. And young, I mean, yes, these girls are of age, but an 18-year-old, can't. you won't even let them rent a car or shit, you won't even let them smoke cigarettes. So, like, saying that they should, while they're grown and they can choose and, and they're not, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. Now, is this illegal? Absolutely not. R. Kelly, like most predators, has found a way to perfect his craft in a way where 
the technicality of the situation is that he's not doing anything illegal because the girls are of age. Now, is it wrong and immoral? Sure. Um, but legally, he's not doing anything wrong, which just makes him even more skeevy to me. He's just gross. I think people are blurring the line between being grown and being at the age of consent. Yeah. You know, like, and I don't know what that's rooted in. It are Because I just don't know to this point why people are trying to protect R. Kelly. I don't know Are they trying to just let him <laughs> off on technicalities? I, and I think, I feel like that just goes to show you, like, how fucking charismatic this man is. Where he has people outside of the situation taken up for him. Like, he ain't holding them captive either, but they are held champion and caper for him. And it, it just blows my mind that it's like, you still gonna sit up here and buy tickets and you still think that this, you know, is just people fucking with R. Kelly? Like, you still don't see the issue with the shit that he does? Like, again, it, you know, it's not to this severity, but it just reminds me of Hitler. Like, Hitler was doing all of this fucked up shit and people was rocking with it. They were rocking with it. It was completely okay. Hitler wasn't really killing folks. He was telling other people to do the shit, and they were with it. Well, that's a very messed up comparison. How? To make. Why? What do you mean, why? What do you mean it's a messed up comparison to make? Hitler was responsible for the eradication of an entire culture. Well, I said it wasn't as, uh, <laughs> it wasn't as bad. That's still an understatement. It, it wasn't is. as bad. <laughs> Obviously, that was much more horrific, but... The principle of him being a charismatic person who's able to talk people into doing shit. R. Kelly could be Hitler. I mean. He could not be Hitler. You don't think he could be Hitler? Hell, fuck no. Why? Because R. Kelly can't talk an entire country's well, not military country. force yeah. into following that shit. Could he be Jim Jones? I don't know. It depends on if he pass out Kool-Aid at his concerts. They were drinking the Kool-Aid <laughs> after they had joined the cult. It wasn't prior to. I think he could get together a group of people who would be like, he already doing it. He got a sex cult. He already convinced the people to come live where he lives. Listen, look, I don't think R. Kelly got that kind of power. You don't think so? No, I think okay. R. Kelly has the money, the influence, the reputation to fool grown people into thinking their kids are safe but with him. But why him? Like, I feel like it's a lot of, of like Chris Brown. Chris Brown beat up Rihanna and he been having shit like ever since. Like, it's a very polarized thing. But like R. Kelly, it's like no matter what he does, people are still just like, Buying his tickets and, and uh, Kelly and didn't get convicted him. of the first shit that he went through. Yeah, I know. So I mean, to a lot of people, he ain't did nothing. Now we all know that he has an affinity for young kids, which shows up in Aaliyah, which shows up in the fact that he even had a trial. Yeah. Which the only reason he probably got off was because of his resources. Yeah. And the fact that the last girlfriend that he you know recognized was like a, a seventeen or eighteen yep. year old. Like we know that he he that's what he's doing, but yeah. he's doing it so on that edge of being outside of what can get him in trouble. But that, I'm not even uh, right now. I'm not talking about like legally i mean like public perception because a lot of people get tried in the court of public opinion before a lot harsher than they do in like an actual court but r kelly got tried in the court of public opinion and still was found like not guilty and people still rock with him and i don't that is that boggles my mind like that people still do that knowing what kind of person he is 
R. Kelly is nostalgic for a whole bunch of people for a whole generation. It's a whole lot of other people from that, that era that you could be get your nostalgia from. I mean, R. Kelly was in the game for 20 years plus that. before he started popping off with this stuff that became questionable. Hey, you got a lot of people that are just loyal to that. So they're going to look for confirmation bias. Oh, he didn't get convicted. He didn't do that. You know? Oh, she 18, that girl's of age. That's why the legal part make a difference with how those people going to look at it. Because they're going to say he ain't done nothing wrong. He ain't doing nothing wrong. So I don't have to look at him as a criminal. I don't have to look at him as somebody that's doing something wrong. Now, would I want my daughter living with him? No. Would I send my daughter over there to stay with him for a week? Well, and, no. And my question to them is why not? If you don't think he did anything wrong and he's this great person, then why wouldn't you? Send your daughter. Look, there. let's not act like people have these compartmentalized degrees of separation <laughs> from things that they value versus what they, you know, don't want. It's I one just, of them things where don't meet you, don't meet your celebrity, don't meet who you love. You know what I'm saying? Because you will find out things about them that will mess you up. So people can keep these degrees of separation from what the truth is about that person versus the truth that they want to believe. Meanwhile, because they want to believe the it. most unprotected category of, of human being is is also big. like it's our little black girls that he praying on while you being nostalgic about bump and grind so i hope that's worth it because that's insane to me like i get nostalgia or whatever but like at the expense of black little girls like that's kind of fucked up i just can't that doesn't make any sense to me like well i mean what i will say is those black little girls they gonna get conned by the next dude that ain't r kelly because they don't they, make it okay just I, I mean nothing makes it okay else. I mean I'm not even saying that it's okay I'm just saying that it's only so much you can do for those girls that's true but like when you I mean unless you hold them captive at your house as parents well, <laughs> because you don't let them go no damn way then you ain't even no better than R. Kelly but you funding his pedophilia like the reason why he able to do the shit he doing now and keep these houses is because we continuing to fund him but he it's has not pedophilia. the money semantics <laughs> it's not so pedophilia man, to me it's still pedophilia he just he's on the very outskirts of it because he had to change it for legal reasons he's still a pedophile he just is a pedophile who is trying to make sure he keep his ass out of jail and so he just skirts the line so he gets a 16 year old because that's the legal age in the state where he live at but in other states that ain't it's 17 or it's 18 so he just skirting the line to me well, he is still a fucking pedophile. That still does not make him a pedophile. He's a pedophile. You want to call him a pedophile if you want to. He pissed on a 14-year-old girl and had sex with a 14-year-old. That is pedophilia. He did not get convicted for that. Okay, we didn't get Neither did OJ, but we're going to talk about him as well. That's another example of he didn't get convicted, but the court of public opinion decided on that. Most po folks feel like OJ did that shit and he just got off. Well, this is the reason that we have a court system because court systems in the history used to use that as subjective interpretation that you using of black people to say that's why they did it. They violent, so they did it. Like, the process... How is that the same thing as what I'm saying? That They did it because they're what violent? What you're saying is, I don't care. He's a pedophile. You know? Yes. If the system... Or the top person at the system said, I don't care, he is a pedophile, go to jail. Then he would have been locked up and we wouldn't be having the but conversation. But how many people who right wouldn't now? have how many people that potentially would not have been so, pedophiles that they would have said that about? 
So you have to be convicted of pedophilia to be a pedophile? Or, or you don't think there's millions of pedophiles out here running around right now that haven't been convicted? Like, you not being convicted doesn't make you not a pedophile. But it doesn't give you the authority or the expertise to determine whether he's a pedophile or not. You don't have the I, evidence. I don't, I don't have to have evidence because this is my own public opinion. I'm not an officer of the court. I'm not a lawyer. I can't say that he's a pedophile. To me, as far as I'm concerned, he's a fucking pedophile. And no child of mine, the same way that if, if Joe Blow down the street had been charged with fucking with a little girl and he got off, I don't give a fuck if he did get off. My kids ain't going nowhere near that house because I'm not going to take the chance that the court system gets it wrong all the fucking time. And there was a reason why you got <laughs> caught up in this shit in the first place. So yeah, I can say he's a pedophile. From my perspective, yes. If I was the officer of the court, nope, couldn't. He, got, he wasn't convicted or whatever. But for me, he is a fucking pedophile who likes little girls, who has just changed his M.O. to include girls that are of the legal age. And only reason he did this is keep his ass out of jail. Because he was real close. He got real close with the 14-year-old. He They took him to trial and all of this other shit. He got away with marrying Aaliyah. He had got away with it. He didn't change his M.O. until he didn't almost get away with it. So, yeah, for me, he's a pedophile. And I would never let any child, cousin, friend, nobody young that I know go the fuck around him because of that. Now, as far as the court is concerned, I, no, he's not a pedophile, but he's a pedophile. Just like a lot of these little pedophiles running around here, taking pictures of kids off the internet, taking pictures of your kid without you realizing it at the fucking park and shit. That don't make you not a pedophile because you haven't been caught yet. That just means you're a really good pedophile. Nah. So fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> and my dialogue is definitely not the cape for R. Kelly, but it's about the whole general sense of that public opinion that can ruin lives, even in the instance that that's not a situation. But that's that, but this is not a situation in which that's the case. Like, I mean, I, I get that, but this ain't one of them situations. In this case, public opinion ain't even. It's literally, is pedophile a legal term? No, pedophilia is not. It's a filia. Well, I know it's it's a filia, but what's the what's the legal term for? Is there a legal term for people that do that with? They just use the same term. They use pedophilia. They use a pedophile, but pedophile is a filia, so it's not a legal term. It's a term used by legals, but it is not a legal term. That is a, a psychiatric term, I guess, because it's in. I mean, that's one of the. Paraphilia. The paraphilia. So, no, it's a term they use, but it is not a legal term. So, what's the next step? What happens next? As far as... What happens? Well, R. Kelly? Yeah. Nothing. It's going to be just like every other scandal that come around with him. We're going to talk about it for now. People are going to continue to support him. And, and probably another five years, it'll be some other shit. That's what happens. That's the cycle of R. Kelly. Don't nothing happen now. He's not doing anything illegal. Them girl, that girl's family just going to have to deal with not having her around until she decides to leave with the situation that she in and come back. It ain't shit nobody can do. He's not doing anything illegal. So don't nothing happen now. And I don't think that this going to be the thing that's going to make people stop supporting R. Kelly. If, if that video being released and him pissing on that little 14-year-old didn't make people be like, oh, shit, let me not... These grown people, and what people saying, like, well, they're adults and they can leave in and tell you, know they're not going to pull their support from R. Kelly behind this. If they didn't pull it from him for a 14-year-old a girl, they're not going to pull it for this 21-year-old woman. 
It's not going to happen. So don't shit happen. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to be outraged. <laughs> and R. Keller going to keep making his money and doing what the fuck he doing. Until something, I mean, until he actually does something illegal. But that's it. Ain't nothing going to come of it. Just like don't nothing ever come of the shit he do. He just going to keep doing. He give way too much power to R. Kelly. I think somebody's going to kill that nigga. I think somebody's going to kill him. We'll see. He, he been doing it. You just said he, he had a career for 20 years. And in that 20 years, he done married an underage girl. Pissed on the 14 year Legally. Allegedly. Uh, so, again, but it don't matter. None of that stuff. Because there are a lot of people who allegedly do shit and it ruins their fucking career. It's a lot of people that don't get caught or don't get tried or don't get convicted of doing shit and it still ruins their career because public perception changes it. R. Kelly ain't had that. Public perception has not changed of him. There are a handful of people who get upset when he do shit like this, like me. But I feel like the majority of folks still support him. So it don't matter. He gonna be just fine. It's not gonna hurt him. It ain't gonna be, you know, it's gonna be whatever. I mean, it ain't never when hurt you talk, him. When you compare him to Chris Brown, how long had Chris Brown's careers really been going by the time that happened? Three Michael years, Jackson. four years. Okay, then what about Michael Jackson? Let's use Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson had a very long-standing career, had all of that shit about them boys. He was just fine. He was he was he had a concert set for him when, when he died. That's what I was telling you about the compartmentalizations. You know, like but that's why I'm saying ain't shit gonna happen now. You said what happens now? Nothing. Nothing happens now. The same way nothing has happened before. Michael Jackson had the same situation where he was not convicted, and public opinion kind of changed a little bit, but people were still supporting his music, and they still had the nostalgia because he had a long career, and he continued on until he died. He had had a concert set for when he was done. But that's how the legal part plays into public opinion. Because people value what the court system says. Do they? Yes. People value what the court system is like in terms of how they justify when something happened to people that they don't want it to happen to. That's how it had like it's important for people who would support R. Kelly for him to have been acquitted of that. It's important for people who would support who support Michael Jackson for him to have been acquitted because they can say he didn't do anything. They can say that wasn't him. That was his brother peeing on that 14-year-old. Like, they can do... That's how the legal part makes a difference in so those opinions. So you don't opinions. think if he had got convicted, it would have been other people who were saying that they framed him, that they set him up. Like, people can... If you feel strongly enough about... And you've seen this. You're a therapist. You know that people can make anything that they want to happen be that case. So... I, R. Kelly would have just been another black man who they decided to go after and gave him these little stupid ass charges and that they still would be saying it wasn't him and he was falsely convicted of this crime. Like, I don't, I don't believe know. that. I don't know. I don't believe that. Because Chris it Brown definitely put his hands on Rihanna. Block, block, block. Ain't no doubt about it. The public opinion went from him because he definitely did that shit. Like, we're talking about R. Kelly where. He married a 15-year-old girl that was legal mm -hmm. with the permission of her folks, you know, and he allegedly... Was it with the permission? I thought, ain't that why it didn't, it got dissolved because it wasn't, it wasn't illegal. I, it would have had to been, it would have had to been by somebody's permission. It couldn't have been her own. Can't just marry a 15-year-old without somebody saying that's okay. I don't know what got it dissolved. 
Because it was, I mean, it was over as soon as it happened. Like, if her parents had been the ones behind it, it would have just, they would have just stayed married. Well, who would have married a 15-year-old and a grown man? It know. had to be somebody it's in that Kelly, system. Once again, you don't think he could have found somebody to do it? You just said he got resources that other people don't. I I think he could. If anybody could have made that happen, he could have done it. Like, because otherwise they would have stayed married until whatever. Like, it was dissolved very shortly after, when when it when everybody started talking about it. So either way, he gets an opportunity to deny, and his followers and supporters get to say that he didn't do anything. Chris Brown got convicted of beating up Rihanna. He still has a career. It just it did it impact it? Yes. It didn't stop it. It's still bitches now that will fuck Chris Brown if they could. They still go to his concert. The thing with Chris Brown that happened is that people start being a lot more hard on him. And and I don't even mean by like the fans. Every little thing that he did was scrutinized and he let that feed into it and he just had all of these outbursts of anger and shit. Like if it had stopped with the Rihanna situation and he hadn't let himself be provoked by all of this other stuff and have all this other bad behavior. I don't think Chris Brown would be where he is right now. I think he would be much further. I think that the Rihanna situation is not completely why he where he at now. He had a whole lot of shit that happened after that. But it was still people rocking with him. It was he still he did a Michael Jackson tribute. Like he he didn't lose his whole career behind that Rihanna shit. Him getting convicted did not make him lose his career. And again, I don't even think it was the Rihanna thing. I think it's just been after that Rihanna thing, he he was throwing windows, uh, throwing chairs out of windows and hitting people with phones that was trying to take, like, his whole demeanor just fucking changed after that. So people say, you know, stuff like, we still support him, you know, R. Kelly. I don't know what people expect it to look like. Like, we don't have no statistics upon how many people have or have or do or do not support R. Kelly. Like, they sell out concerts. That's what I use. Because those are people. That's not him making beats or that's not him. Do we know that Chris Brown don't sell out concerts right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, it depends on where it is. But like, R. Kelly, back, had, R. Kelly had a concert here recently. But that goes back to my point. If, if, if Chris Brown is selling out concerts, then that means that the Rihanna thing did not fuck up his career. That's you know what, what I'm saying. saying. You're R saying that if they get convicted, then it makes a difference. But... It hasn't. Like, it hasn't made that big of a difference for Chris Well, R. Brown. Kelly had a concert here recently, and it was $20, is what I'm saying. Like, him selling out concerts, if it's because it's $20, don't mean nothing. But, no, because if you felt strong, it, like, it don't matter how much, you, it could be $5. Like, if you decided that you weren't going to support R. Kelly, you wouldn't go no matter how much it costs. You think people going because it's cheap? They going because they still love R. Kelly. Like, it's a bonus that is cheap. But I don't think people going just because it's twenty dollars. Because I could put that twenty dollars somewhere else, and so could they. They're choosing to put that money there because they want to see him in concert. I had a coworker. We talked about this this week. When this shit came out, she was still trying to find tickets. <laughs> she she was feeling conflicted. Like she felt like she shouldn't go, but she still wanted to go because she loves R. Kelly's music. Like. I don't think it's because it's twenty dollars. I think it's because they still want to listen to him perform live. But I'm saying, if them tickets was two hundred dollars, she would have been like, "No, nah, that bullshit he done is some fuckery." Maybe I don't know. I, more people would than not. More people would than not. But I if still... it's twenty dollars, then damn. If the only conflict is that I can definitely afford it, but my conflict is what happened this week, 
and it's only twenty dollars, like that would be the measure by which we see him selling out concerts. Because maybe he used to sell out concerts at two hundred dollars before all this shit. Well, and I now mean, if he's selling out concerts, now if he've had to take his prices down hundred and eighty dollars just know, to sell out. But how do you know that it's I mean he, he he's not 90s R. Kelly. Like, obviously, his ticket prices would not be the same as it was before. Like, nobody's is. You I'm inclined to believe that the reason he's not was because of that trial. Maybe. Because the album that came out after that was Chocolate Factory and it was ass. <laughs> because he had that, you saved me on there. And I remember saying that because I, that song was to his lawyer. <laughs> and I know that was the first song that came out after that. He ain't had shit that been worth a damn since Chocolate Factory outside of That's specific hits that he I put out. I ain't no R. Kelly fan. So I even his early, the 90s albums, like, though, I only know the songs that were, like, on the radio. And, I mean, I'm not a fan, but, like, there are people who love Chocolate Factory. One Chocolate Factory, the one that had Step in the Name of Love, and when people outside of, like, Chicago and shit start stepping, stepping got huge after That's that because shit. it's one of them damn step party songs. Like, I it mean, don't matter who come out with one of them hoes if everybody like it. What else was on Stupid Chocolate Factory? Stupid-ass Bunny Hop. <laughs> the Cha-Cha Slide. Hey. I love those dancers because they tell I me know what you to do. do. <laughs> they tell me. So I me guess the when Step in the Name of Love come out, you gonna Step in the Name of Love. Sit down. They don't tell you what to do on that. I don't know how to step. <laughs> I like Cha 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 Cha. One time, <laughs> not Cha Cha, y'all. It tell you what to do. Step in the Name of Love does not tell you what to do. You just have to know how to step. Or wait, does it step step? Sorry, what I'm sorry. saying, what I'm using all of this dialogue to say is that. What is the measure by which we believe that R. Kelly is being supported to that level? I think it don't matter what R. Kelly do. R. Kelly could be in jail right now, getting his booty hole busted wide open, and it's still going to be a level of people that going to support him based off of, well, that ain't what his music about, or he wasn't doing that stuff, <laughs> or he won, he won, you know, the song, early song, one like, it's going to be, a, it's always going to be a ton of people. All his music has been sexual since the beginning. Bumping, like all he's ever talked about is sex. The only time he step outside of that when he get in trouble. The and problem then he ain't had, that you saved me. And the problem ain't that the movie, the music is about sex. The problem is that they're not going to connect it to being about underage kids. Is what I'm saying. Like it's funny how that works because they're not gonna connect R. Kelly to his music being about underage kids. But I didn't hear a whole lot, including I'm not gonna. He get upset when I mention him. I heard a lot of people. When Sam Smith came out, Sam Smith has an amazing voice. But when everybody found out that he was gay, dudes like felt like, well, he's singing to another dude now, which he was. But the song doesn't change. Like him saying, "Leave, um, leave your lover for me, uh, leave him today." He would be even if he was dating a woman, he would be telling her to leave him. So nothing changed but the perception of okay he's gay so he's talking to dudes and so people dudes he might have been singing to women early in his life he i mean do been, we know that he's always I, no, he's, he's always dated men yep so he's never dated women and the album was written about a relate i love sam smith so like <laughs> i like looked into that at the one album he's had that whole album was about a relationship his very first like huge relationship where he was in love with this man the album was definitely about a man but even without i looked that up because i'm a sam smith fan but i have heard men say like it's weird listening to that album because they feel like he's singing to a dude when before that it would have been just fine like if he wasn't gay it wouldn't be nothing because again the music don't change like so you saying that shouldn't be the case what are you saying that you shouldn't change the perception of it no you're saying that people are able to separate what well, he ain't talking about underage girls 
sometimes, I mean, all the time that don't seem to be the case where they can. Well, separate that's confirmation it. bias. I'm looking at that as confirmation bias. I'm looking at that as people who are selectively doing that because they don't want to see it that way. Not the not the fact that they would try to or try not to. It's just they don't want to see it that way. They're going to confirm what they want. If they don't want R. Kelly to be a pedophile, then they're going to listen to his music and that, say no. That's, that's about the saying, relationships he yeah. had with grown women. He don't got songs to kids and teenagers. That's why I was saying I feel like even if he was um, convicted, there were going to be people who feel like they were just doing it because he's black and he's a successful black R&B singer and they were just trying to bring him down. But, because if people want to support him and they need to do that, they're going to do that regardless. It's still people who don't believe OJ did well, that. Well, that makes it seem like the expectation is that every single person is supposed to be like, we don't support this person at all. Like the way that Charlemagne said, we still support R. Kelly. Like, what does it look like? Do like you to not pull so, your money. That's what it looks that, like. What, what I'm saying is the expectation for everybody to do that in unison. Is yeah. the expectation of every single person that yeah. never that legitimately has never happened. Charles Manson had supporters that have always sent him letters that always will. They're every not, murderer. But it ain't because they don't think that he'd murdered those folks. Like those are murder groupies. They send him letters because they're turned on by the fact that he like murdered folks. But either way, we're and, and those people who do those extreme things have fan bases. Mm -hmm. What do you expect R. Kelly, a man that wasn't even convicted, that public opinion has said you've done these things and that he very well may have done these things, but like there's no paper trail that have said you have done and continue to do these things. What do you expect that it fan base to be, look like? I mean, if, if, when you have every five years or so some shit come out that you didn't done, like... How, how long is it going to be before you like, okay, this ain't just like, yeah, he not getting convicted of this shit, but like, he the only, again, other celebrities that have scandals don't have scandals around young girls or keeping young girls. Like, every scandal that come out about him is about young bitches. Like, does he have to be convicted when he continues to have these things come up? Like, this ain't about whether or not he did it or whether or not he's convicted. This is about people who just like R. Kelly and they're going to support him. It don't fuck. I just I, don't believe him being convicted would have made a difference. Because you you talking about confirmation bias. Like, you can still do that with somebody who got convicted. Especially here in America where the justice system is not catered for us. It is very easy to be like, he just got picked on. They just wanted to convict him because he... Shit, people doing that with Bill Cosby. But it's not going to be in the same numbers of people who uh, support him without that. Like, yes, that hardcore, diehard group of fans ain't people who are going to still support him. That's, uh, like, everybody in support him now ain't going to support him if they say... You know, if they found a video today of him fucking a 14-year-old girl and her saying, I just turned 14, and he's saying, okay, good, I'm Robert Kelly. You know, if they found a video of that tomorrow, it's a large group of people that ain't, ain't finna about, deal no, with that shit. It's the same video before, because she didn't say all of that. If he had been convicted, you said if he had been convicted of that other one. She didn't say his name or none of that. So with that being the case, it wouldn't. Have, it would have just been the court saying he did it. He got convicted of it because those same arguments that it was his brother could have been made even if the justice system had said no we're going to convict you of this that what you did that to that girl the group of people i'm talking about are people who with evidence would say this i can't support this man i see this as like the living incarnate of the boondocks episode i feel like most people are like them folks that just it's our killer I he don't. can do no wrong i don't 
I think it would make a big difference if R. Kelly had been convicted and if he was in jail for having sex with a little girl right now. A big part of that would be because he wouldn't be putting out no new music. But right now, because he's still able to carry on his R. Kelly, because he's still able to put out new music, because he's still able to cater to that fan base, it makes a difference. If he wasn't in R&B anymore because he got convicted, then he wouldn't have these supporters. He wouldn't have nobody. Not being convicted made a difference in how he moved forward. It made a difference in how everybody perceived him, fans included. I, I mean, don't. if you want a fan... And if you saw that child and if you thought R. Kelly did it, then you ain't no fan no damn way. And you don't give a rat's ass about Robert Kelly no damn way. But if you was a fan, if you've been a fan, them not saying that R. Kelly did this was just an opportunity for them to say, well, I ain't got to believe he did it. I ain't even got to think more, no more into it. But I still don't know why you think him being convicted of it would have been the thing that would have taken them over the edge if they I mean if you on that No 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 it would have it would have been the thing that took that group over the edge that's like ambivalent in the middle. The group that would say, if I know he fucked a fourteen year old girl, not only do I hate that, I would probably try to kill his ass. Like that's a group of people that be at that fluctuation and and I don't even think it's more so because he charismatic. I just think that we don't have a critically or uh, we don't have a critical America. We don't have a critical support. Like, most people is just stupid. Most people don't want to think about this shit. The same shit going on with Trump. All of this shit, back to back to back to back to back. You can say evidence is here, but, like, you're still going to have a core group of people that don't give a fuck. But it's a whole bunch of people who supported him at first who don't support him no more because well, of that same shit. Well, no, I think it would be the same way with R. Kelly. They ain't supporting Trump no more because the shit he doing is having an impact on them, and they didn't realize it was going to have an impact on them, I feel like. I feel like the people who've changed their support are people because, who his new health care plan was going to fuck over or who... Thought he was going to build this damn wall as soon as he got in there and he didn't. Or people who, like, I feel like it's because it impacts them. Like, the reason why they changed their mind about him ain't because now they see him as the shit person he's always been. It's because the shit he's doing impacts them. Well, it, it, it's a mix of all of it. Yeah, it's a mix of people who, you know, this shit ain't impacting me because the truth is he ain't did shit that changed, that impacted nobody. No, he but trying the, to get some shit done and it ain't, that ain't happening. trying to. They supported him thinking that they were going to be great and he going to make America great, which means basically he just going to fuck us and the Mexicans over. Not really. And then when they see that, okay, his great America includes fucking me over, even if he ain't done it yet, he trying to. This is not what I signed on for. This is not what I thought he was going to do. So I'm going to pull my support now because I feel differently because if he trying to do this and he's successful, I'm fucked. And the very fact that he's trying is a bad thing. I feel like that's mostly why people change their mind about him is because it impacted them. Nothing R. Kelly is doing is impacting these folks. I don't think it got. I just... I, R. Kelly just got some strong fans. I ain't, R. Kelly ain't charismatic enough to make nothing more happen than get some 17-year-olds to stay with him. That's it. He ain't got the power to do nothing else. But, he got the power. Okay, so he got the, the charisma. Where did the fan base come from? If he's not charismatic and it is not about him, like how did he go on to his fan base? Why why does his fans so feel so strongly about him? They like his music. Motherfuckers don't sit down and talk with R. Kelly every day. They like twelve play album. Of they, they like TP two dot com. They, don't they like R. To anybody what I'm day. saying is they like his music. Okay. Like his music is very influential music to a population of people that like it. It's just okay. that don't mean that our kid is about sex. It's tons of like it's nothing I'm special saying, about his music. Whatever, sex is important to people. It is, but like it's a ton. Like sex is that's all people. Like I don't know. To what me, I'm saying when you say charisma, it made me think that when you say somebody's charismatic, it means they can get up and give a speech 
and rally the crowds. R. Kelly literally just go out and sing songs. He don't give no speeches. He don't try to get no people to do nothing targeted or directed except them young girls. But even in his song, like he always come out with a redemption song when this year. He gonna probably have one after this. Um, I believe I can fly. You saved me. Like he does do that through his music. He had these these redeeming songs that he but made every time. they're not songs that are, are charismatic and targeted to make people say I'm gonna follow him. That like that's not what that is. So, no, and he's not looking for followership. He's looking for support. But that's why I don't think his charisma matters. Like his charisma don't matter in terms of what he just got good music that's connected to a lot of people for twenty to twenty five years. That is a part of all their playlists. That's a part of the songs that they like, and they gonna rock with R. Kelly. That don't make him charismatic. Like I said, he might be charismatic. To them girls, he might not be. He might just got money. It's a lot. I guess I just don't know if it got why much to him? do. Like, he's 50-something years old. Like, if it's just about the money, they can get somebody closer to their age with money. Usher, for example, which we're going to get to in a second, is closer to their age than our kid. Like, well, if Usher was goddamn putting out the ducats for five or six women to live in his house, they'd probably go with him. I mean, after this. R. Kelly just the one doing it. After this issue, he might have to do that. I mean, pay some folks. like, if Charlie Wilson ass was doing this shit, they'd probably rock with him. You know, like, if you would go date a 50-something-year-old man that got money, then R. Kelly ain't where it stops. But dating, I don't know. If you go to a new house and live with him, that it don't stop with R. Kelly. It don't then start with him either. They gonna do that regardless of who it is. If R. Kelly disappear tomorrow, if another dude come out to offer the same shit, they going with him too. Maybe. That's why I was saying, like, fuck R. Kelly. But them girls, if they leave R. Kelly tomorrow, if mama and daddy think they just going to come home, work a regular ass job and meet a good old dude that's going to provide them a good life, that shit ain't going to happen. Mm-mm. If they let themselves be entangled in this bullshit. Now, I don't fault them like it ain't all they fault because they just might not have the capacity mentally to understand life and might not have the experience to know when they being conned. They might not even think that that girl that's doing them interviews, she might not even think she in a fucked up situation. But you know what? Realistically, you're not supposed to be in no home with no man that's 40 years older than you. You're not supposed to be sharing that person with a bunch of different people. You're definitely not supposed to be trained on sexually how to please somebody when you go into their situation. You shouldn't be in a relationship where they take your cell phone from you and you're not able to have contact with the world, your family, your parents, your friends. You're in a community where you can't say where you at. You can't communicate about where your location is. And for like, anybody, like, folks was trying to compare this to Hugh Hefner, them playmates went all over the fucking place. Like, Hugh Hefner was not keeping the women in the, the Playboy Mansion, and they were not allowed to contact the outside. They had a whole fucking reality show. He invited people in there all the time. That is not the same thing as what R. Kelly is. Not to mention that... Their families, like he had a fucking family day where they he would invite their families in, the family members who wanted to come to the Playboy Mansion, but not the same thing. That that Hugh Hefner situation is not the same as what R. Kelly is doing. He's not isolating the playmates, and they a lot of them leave. Like he was switching up women because they would decide that they didn't want to share him or they wanted an actual relationship because that wasn't a relationship, and they would leave. And they would go get married and have kids and shit. And they still cool with him because he didn't give a fuck about them leaving. Because he wasn't keeping them there. Like, 
that ain't the same thing. So please stop saying, well, who have to did? No, no, not the same thing. He's not keeping them isolated. You know what's going on in the Playboy Mansion because he invited, again, how many seasons of, what was it? The Girlfriends? What's the name of the show? I don't know. They had a couple of seasons of that show. And all of those girls were free to go and, and come as they please. Their families were in contact with them. And when they got tired of it, they just left. And, you know, I don't, I'm just saying all of that that I just said to say that even if R. Kelly ain't legally at fault for this, you as a human can't believe that this is okay. Well, I mean, it's a lot yeah, of people it's not illegal. It's not illegal. Age, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, don't use that to be a measure to excuse R. Kelly from his fucking shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't look at this and say, R. Kelly ain't doing nothing wrong. He just got some young. I mean, he got multiple women staying with him. You know what I'm saying? That, that might be frowned upon society. But you know what? He ain't doing nothing wrong. Yep. No, he ain't doing nothing illegal. He doing shit all kinds of wrong. I don't give a damn how you look at it. Like, this shit ain't right. And it's not shit that should be acceptable by these women. Like, we don't live in a society that accepts this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. he can't even marry one of these women. He can't even marry more than one of these women. Nope. This is the only loophole. Well, can he if he go to Utah? He, if uh, he was Mormon. Yeah. Mormons ain't going to let that go down. Mormons ain't going to let R. Kelly black ass move in and then just start marrying different people <laughs> like he's a Mormon. They will murder his ass. Oh my God. They will get the uh, Mormon assassins on his ass real quick. Mormon assassins. They might have assassins. I don't know. I figure they should. It's a big organization. But you can't even marry multiple of them women and it be legal. Mm -mm. This is the loophole. Mm -hmm. So you can't think this is all right. If you believe in marriage, if you believe in Bible and you believe in Christ, you can't believe that this shit is all right. But the girls, are for, they they choosing to stay there. They want to be there. Well, if you're a Christian, it's shacking up with one <laughs> of them, let alone five or six in two different houses. Like, you, it's okay. It's okay to say, because I'm okay with saying, I can't even do nothing illegal. Probably ain't nothing going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, the women are probably having a better life than they would otherwise. I hope so. If they in this situation, I hope so. Like, I hope it's not abuse. I hope it's not a bad situation. But at the end of the day, it is still not right. You can say that. It's okay. You don't have to all support R. Kelly because this ain't illegal or all say, oh, this fucked up, you know, this is bad bullshit. Like, you can be at both of those points because that's what it is. It's not illegal, but it's definitely fucked up. Shouldn't be doing this shit. And the families, for some of the families who sold their daughters oh, down yeah. the river, don't fucking let your kids deal with no goddamn celebrity. If you ever, look, if, I'm going to give y'all a little hint, okay? If y'all ever, ever, ever allow your daughters to participate in any kind of business-related activities with a celebrity, make a contract. Make a contract where if I don't see my daughter in six months <laughs> and, and you the last person that was with them, we entitled to this money or we entitled to this or something because at the end of the day if your kid want to go over there and stay there clearly she can go over there and she can stay there so you need to set yourself up some level of protection before you just think oh this person is going to do my daughter right you already know that business especially the music industry is something that have preyed on young people for a long long time and it's going to prey on pe young people for a long long time moving forward who Don't the fuck thought our kid was going to do their daughter right <laughs> like that's just it's unbelievable. Just don't do it. Don't do that. Don't put your kids in that situation. Don't let your 
or family members put their kids in that situation. If your family member call you and said, oh, you know she be singing, right? Yeah, I'm finna take over here to this executive, and, you know, they gonna train her up. You know, she gonna have to fly out for two weeks. Don't let them do it. <laughs> Go with them. Stay with them every minute of the way. Put the parameters out there. Because that's what these parents coming out here. Because that's how the whole dialogue became framed as kidnapping. Because oh, yeah. the parents came out mm -hmm. and said, hey, I had seen my daughter in six weeks. She only called me on Mother's Day and maybe Thanksgiving. And that's kidnapping. No, that's not, not kidnapping. Mm -hmm. But that's how it turned into this big shit show of and, what's going and on. And that the people who want to still support him that's what they focused in on they adults he ain't kidnapped them this ain't kidnapping so then nothing's wrong with it because it ain't kidnapping or nothing's wrong with it because it ain't illegal so that's what everybody has been focusing on but uh, we can take a break from the r&b bullshit and go to what's one of your we'll come back to us uh justine ryasick or whatever the hell her name is the, the lady in minnesota that was killed by the Somali American police officer. Oh, is she the one that called them herself? Yeah, she's the, okay. We got an Australian woman who is in America uh, that's going to get married to an American man. Mm -hmm. uh, she called the police indicating that there was some kind of rape happening, but happening it wasn't behind yeah. the screen. It uh -huh. wasn't about her. It was about somebody else. Uh -huh. She just heard a noise. She went to the police car and somehow... The passenger the in the police passengers. car opened up a shot and killed her. And now, the dynamic you get is, hey, all of these black men have been killed by police. Mm -hmm. And the media has shunned all the black men, ain't gave a bit of a rest in peace, and gave a bit of all they've given is they should have complied, they should have obeyed the law, they shouldn't have did this, they shouldn't have did that, and... The Blue Lives Matter group and All Lives Matter group is police this, police that. Hey, support police, support police. But, oh, have the fucking tables turned. <laughs> because this white Australian woman, all you seeing on the news is rest in peace, Justine. Mm -hmm. All you seeing is, I saw an article that said she, uh, uh, somebody in the case quoted that she is the least innocent of any victim that's ever been killed by police. And not only that, but Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter ain't saying shit not. about the police officer. <laughs> oh, I wonder what could be the reason that the tables have turned in such a way. Could it be that the victim in this instance is black or white and the police officer is black? Well, I'm going to switch that around. Yep. Should the police officer the goddamn victim? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> you know, but he's not saying anything. Which, apparently, to public opinion, is making him seem guilty. But any lawyer would tell him that Not he don't need to, to speak. shut the fuck up, yeah. Now, his partner had to speak. What his partner said was that um, she came up behind the police from behind the police car, like, next to the door, and it startled both of them, and his gun was already drawn, and he shot. And the reason that their body cameras was off was because they had already cleared the scene of what potentially could be going on. Like, for whatever she called for, they got there, saw that they didn't see anybody, didn't hear anything. And so, according to protocol, they turned their body cams off because it was no longer an active call. And she ran up to the police car, and then, boom, she got shot. So, you're telling me that these highly trained police officers were sitting in the car... And were so easily startled by this lady coming up to the car that they sh he one of them shot their gun. 
Yep. Well, well, well you, when you say highly trained, <laughs> I, I don't. I think that's a bit of an over exaggeration. Not when you think about the average citizen, because this some shit I would expect a motherfucker who just got a gun just to have protection and ain't never used it before. I would expect them to do that. Well, They're the more thing, highly trained than a fucking civilian. They are very highly trained at pulling the trigger, as evidenced by all of the shooting range requirements that they have. What the the high level of training that I think they need is in regards to being able to deal with the general public. So they don't have that training. They don't have the training on how to deal with the general public. I don't even know what they go through. They might get sent to packet like, that say something that? about ethnic considerations and say something about how to deal with the general public. But how do you really just know how to deal with that? But I mean, it ain't even about ethnic. They didn't even know who she, what she was, what she. He just shot because he heard a noise. Essentially, like it don't even sound like they even got a good look at her. They just heard her run out to the car, hit the car, and he just shot. Like that is crazy. Well, it don't matter <laughs> because if she was black, everybody would be saying, "Well, she shouldn't have ran up to the car." Now I don't even know if this is very like more gonna have to come out about this situation. This is just what I've read that the partner said, but I also do expect the partner to tell whatever story keeps him and his partner out of trouble. I don't know if they're going to get out of trouble on this one with her being white and with her being the one who called and with her, like, literally doing nothing but, like, running up to the car to at, probably ask him a question about, like, what did you find or whatever. Like, you shot her because you got startled. By a noise. <laughs> so you hear no so if she if it had been a bird that flew, he would have just shot through the car door. <laughs> like you know how crazy that sound you heard a noise so you shot your gun. Or if it had been a goon that was about to ambush them, which Trump's America and all these other people that made it sound like that's a common occurrence and that police are in such a threat to be killed out here, which people talk about how little you know, black people are getting killed so it don't make a difference. Well, look how little people are ambushing cops. <laughs> you know, like, the dialogue caters to what you want it to be at the time that the dialogue is happening. But what if it had been a little kid running up to the police? Tamir car? Rice. He got it. He got no, that work. No, I ain't even talking about, like, cause again, th he, they saw Tamir Rice, saw the little play gun and went from there. This is, based, the way you describe this and the way he described this is he heard a noise didn't see who what it was really because he already had his gun out they got startled and he shot it it could have been a kid it could have been a bird it could have been a dog that bumped the like any noise he was gonna shoot out this car that is that's crazy you as an officer should not have a head trigger like, like oh my god well i don't walk up to police I don't drive up to police cars. You're black. I don't walk, drive up to police You're cars. You're black. I feel like that's you because it's, you have to, to, for your survival, not do that. But I don't, I think, well, I didn't see white people walk up to a police car before. So for her, that is a natural occurrence. Even with her being Australian, I'm sure she didn't probably see her fiance. They do that. We don't do that because we know they might kill our black asses. But white people don't have those fears. They do walk up to police cars. They absolutely do because they don't have a fear that they're going to get shot because they think you scary and trying to do something to them. They don't do that. So white people walk up to police cars. They do because they don't have a reason not to. So that is just, it's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I mean, and on, on the other side, like 
it just implicates the police. Like, yeah, what are they supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, even in this America right now, with people where they got cops thinking that people gonna ambush them potentially, especially if you're black, just don't walk up to no police car. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, again, I feel like I I don't. I, that may be the case now that this has happened. I feel like prior to this, with white people not having instances of this happening to them, again. I don't even think it'll be now because white people have been able to be conditioned that police were they heroes. Yeah. I mean, if you ain't redneck, if you ain't grew up in no trailer park, oh, yeah. you know, but like police in the sub, um, people in the suburbs, they've. That their police officer that came to your community, you were able to look at him and say, I like him, I want to be yeah, like him. But I feel like that's why this might shake them up a little bit. This was in the suburbs, I would imagine. This suburban lady ran up to well, the police and got shot. Another thing is that I don't think so. I, because white people get to look at their experiences in America as individual experiences. Black people, all of our experiences grouped in the one common experience. So you don't think they're going to be outraged that she got shot and they're not going to be like, they shouldn't, she should she should be able to go up to a police officer and get help. And you don't think that they're going to be upset about this? Like, even if it ain't in fear, if it's just like, how dare you? I think they're going to turn it into the cop being black Somali, uh, 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 a non-natural American citizen. That's what they're going to turn it into. They probably don't, if Trump had an opportunity, he'll turn it into, you know, some related to refugees or, or <laughs> vetting, you know, how do we, like, imagine how bad this can get. How do we let a Somali American that would shoot a white girl get into our police force? Imagine how the police force is going to be vetting people that are American citizens, but are not white now. Like, imagine how that's going to look. Maybe not now, but in, not, maybe not everywhere, but maybe in Minnesota. Yeah, because that's what they're gonna turn it to. I have a feeling they're gonna turn it to the race of the officer, and the evidence is shown by ain't nobody supporting this officer. Nobody is supporting this officer. Maybe it's because he ain't said nothing. But if he oh, say something and Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter still don't support him, and All Lives Matter ain't even coming out to say nothing about the death, that's because all they only tactic is to discredit and invalidate Black Lives Matter. It yeah. ain't about lives. It's about telling this other group that I don't agree with that your cause don't mean nothing. Yeah. So, either way, uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. It's interesting to see how that dynamic going to play out. At the end of this, I'm going to understand a lot more about where we are with racial relations in America. If they completely shun this cop, throw him to the side, and he get convicted, and this white woman who died don't ever get no shade thrown at her, then okay, we're gonna find out what America look like what uh what race look like in America for real. We'll see. But that's all I got for that. Well let's talk about the herp. Um <laughs> this was just not a good a good week for R and B stars. So Usher Raymond. Uh it came out they have some court documents showing that he in twenty twelve was sued and he paid 1.1 million dollars to a lady because he knowingly gave her herpes uh and it turns out the lady was the bridesmaid in his wedding to his first wife and so people have been making memes and usher has not i don't think he's come out and said anything about it has he i don't think so i don't think he has he probably being told not to but 
So everybody's hopes and dreams that <laughs> who love us. And here's the thing. I mean, it, it doesn't really surprise me because I feel like celebrities get so much vagina thrown at them that they probably like take on that. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that he has herpes. Is it like, uh, is this like the price you pay for being a scalawag? No, because he, I mean, and it is, I looked at it, it is, it's not just AIDS. It is illegal, at least where he is. I don't know about Alabama, so who knows. But it is illegal to knowingly have sex with somebody and you have an STD or, uh, or, or AIDS. Now, the thing, the issue is proving that they knew and knowingly gave it to you and all of this shit. But it is illegal to do that. It is, that's a law now. Um, I don't know. I don't, well, I mean, she shouldn't have fucked her friends. Yeah, that's what husband. I'm saying. Like, I mean, absolutely. Marsha Ambrosius was like, I hope she cheat on you, the basketball player. She didn't say, I hope you get herpes. Well, I don't think she would have pro- had a problem with it. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, Tamika, which is his first wife's day, like, her whole thing has been, I'm healthy, I ain't got shit, I ain't in this. <laughs> like, because people were like, I guess getting in her mentions, asking her, like, you know. You got it too, I guess, because this all happened around the time they were still married. This is supposedly why they they ended up getting divorced was because he was fucking around with the bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it takes on a whole new meaning to let it burn and a lot of his other songs. So usher, usher, usher. It's just now this gonna be hard for him to bounce back from. This is how. Why you say that? Us have kind of been on a down. He I mean, has. He been on a down spiral anyway. He, this ain't gonna help because this their court documents. Like again, this is not. This ain't just hearsay. I think TMZ like it, they have the court where it was settled where she got the one point one million dollars. So, I mean, it'd be kind of hard to go to his concert and look at him, you know, making a. I don't know. I just feel like people gonna look at him differently. <laughs> And you know, I don't know what. Yeah, they ain't gonna. Um, they not gonna want to have sex with him. But it's one out of six people from age fourteen to forty nine got herpes. Mm-hmm. So, if you're around five people right now, <laughs> then, or if you're not around five people, the next five people that you see or run into, one of y'all got herpes, <laughs> according to the uh, Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Yeah. So I mean, it's messed up, but shit, damn, it looked like it's over exact, overblown, you know, just herpes in general. Oh, it's like one of the most contracted STD, isn't it? Like, yeah, like, I, and I don't think it's like clearly herpes itself, you know, it being overblown and having so many people and having medication. And herpes ain't the issue. The issue is you getting sexed by somebody with it and you don't know it. Yeah, you and know? they know because. It, herpes is one of those things where you can have it for a long time before you get an outbreak but i mean apparently i don't know how she knew that he knew but (laughs) she got paid because it wasn't because he had it and he gave it to her it's if you knowingly give it to somebody well i think with herpes it's gonna be a really really thin line between knowingly giving it to somebody because you can have sex without having an outbreak of herpes and not transmit the disease. But you're supposed to let that person... Because still, it's still a possibility. So even if you don't currently have an outbreak and you choose to have sex with somebody without disclosing that to them, you're still putting them at risk. It don't matter if you ain't got an outbreak or not. Their chances are lower, 
But it's still possible. So it's still fucked up for you to not say, hey, give them the option to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to go on through with this and take the risk. Or, no, nah, that's good. I'm going to keep my genitals to myself. <laughs> like, you took away that option by not telling them. Shouldn't have sex with somebody raw <laughs> if you ain't got their uh, clinic results. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. Like, people do that. People be like, nah, we got to go to the clinic before we have sex. Like, yep. people plan on having sex. Mm -hmm. It don't just be like, hey, we just chilling and listening to R. Kelly and boom, we get into <laughs> it. Like, that happens a lot. It but that's is. also how you end up with the clap. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, my God. That's stupid. The clap. And you know what? Okay, how attractive y'all think Usher is? His meat is shooting acid. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's just what's happening, okay? <laughs> Give a damn. Idris Elba meat might be shooting acid. But I'm saying, I think that's why I feel like it's going to have an impact. Part of the appeal of like, you know, it's it's different if like Usher looked like, I don't know, who's somebody that's unattractive? If he was unattractive singing this, like it would be a different thing. Like I think women like his music because they like his music, but they also like looking at him and hearing him. And if you got to look at him knowing that his junk's all messed up now. I just think it's going to have an impact on his fan base. <laughs> like, I think they'll still probably like the songs, but I don't know if you're going to want to go see him in concert. Because you're going to see him in concert because you want to see him and you want to like be close to him. And I don't think you're going to feel that way no more. I bet she wanted to trap him with a baby. End up trapping him with herpes. That's the worst kind of trap. Well, know. that, no, because... It's a one-off payment. The baby would have been 18 years of payment. She just got... Well, I guess she probably wouldn't have got more than $1.1 million over 18 years. She, she might have. It depends on how much Usher make. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it ain't worth... Like, it, do you think $1.1 million is worth contracting? Like, is that a good payoff? Mm -mm. Payout amount? No. Peace? I need blood. <laughs> but, you know, not like direct because <laughs> I don't nah, know don't do what that. if you get herpes can you get herpes twice do it no. like make it super herpes or something no I think so if two people got herpes they could just sex all day long and it don't get worse nope oh well they need like a uh, you know they have like they dating need... sites for the, for for people that like are pop it's, what is it that's what I was just going to say they <laughs> do I, my, I had somebody talk about this positive singles is one and positive it's for like singles. positive singles and it's for different um Student, <laughs> S-T-O-O-D-I-N.com, 100% free herpes dating site. Student, that sounds nasty. Herpes dating site dot biz. Top 10 herpes dating site. Anything okay. with a dot biz on it is not. <laughs> Positive singles, herpes Positive people single. meet, okay. MPWH. MPW, I don't know what that is. Men, men with say. herpes? Men with herpes? MPW. Meet positives with herpes? Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't say that. Student, HMates, HSV Dating Central, HDate, mm -hmm. HSV Singles, Herpes Passion, There's H a ton works. of dating sites for them because one in six has it. So STD Soulmates. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. These shits are hilarious. <laughs> Listen, y'all need to take care of your meat. Um. And ladies, take care of your meat flaps. Because this shit is real out here. And I mean, again, Usher's not the only celebrity running around with herpes. And who the else, hell knows? Well, they need else. to find each other. They need to find each other. And they need to date. 
That would make sense, but that ain't what people do. <laughs> well, they don't need to be having sex with people without telling them. Well, that's true, but obviously that ain't how... I mean, it wouldn't continue to spread, I don't think. It, it, the reason why one in six people have it is because I think folks are out here having sex knowingly giving it to folks. Or thinking that, well, I ain't got an outbreak right now, so I'm cool, so it's all right. Like, I feel like... I don't think it's disclosed. If it was disclosed like it's supposed to be, I don't think it would be one in six. Well, I wonder how easy it is to spread before you know you got it. Like this woman, I wonder if she had sex with two or three people before she knew she had it. And like, I don't, I, I don't know if I know like syphilis is one of those symptomless diseases mm -hmm. where it pass on like that. But I don't know I what herpes be, look like. I think you could be. No, nah, it ain't. You have outbreaks. I think you can be asymptomatic for a while though before you. But do do are you? Are you able to transmit it to somebody while you're asymptomatic? Like you can still have a disease, but I mean, not have still, symptoms. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. So like, it's a it's the membrane. I think like your your you get like sores down there, and then the sores pop, and then you, that's how it's you know. So I don't I don't know if you're like asymptomatic if you could pass it, or if it's just in the midst of an outbreak. I don't know. Or if, like, an outbreak is coming on. Or if you just are clear. I don't know. I don't know how, how it works. I don't know. But, again, in order for him to have paid her off, I feel like it's something he knew and maybe just was like, oh, shit, I didn't think she was going to Like, he paid the money. So, you don't pay money when you ain't guilty. Eddie Long. <laughs> you don't pay money when you ain't did shit. That's not how that works. So, um, and then he, I mean, I don't even know how it came out. Cause I don't think they got the, the, the records. I don't think she said anything. Cause it's been like five years. This was in 2012 when she got this money. So I don't know how it came to light. It don't sound like she was the one who said something. Somehow some court documents came to light and people have been running with it since then. But I mean, ain't nobody gonna fuck with him now. Well, no, you know what? It's still people that's gonna fuck with Usher. It's absolutely mm -hmm. people that's still gonna be fucking with Usher. Yep. That's how it goes. Because people are stupid. Just like they're gonna keep fucking with R. Kelly. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. You watch Game of Thrones? No. I tried. I couldn't get into it. I don't I just, like that olden nights. I mean, I, I, I like love Merlin. So I do like some of the old stuff, but like... I don't know what it was about. One, you know, I'm country and I don't like to like shit. Merlin's mostly popular. about magic, ain't it? But it's set back in. I mean, well, I mean, I ain't got. I mean, I don't have a problem with the times, but like, so if it's about magic, then maybe I'd be more inclined to watch it. But like, with just fights and you know, family shit and they got dragons, coliseums. They got dragons. Look, no dragons. <laughs> But that's magical. Dragons I mean, that's ain't not, big lizards. They're not real, though. Dragons aren't real. So, like, that's a hint of... It's a magical creature. Now, if the dragons was in the show giving off spells and shit, that'd be different. No. I, I've not heard that they do that no, in the show. No, I don't show. think they do. Well, they have... I mean, a, a girl controls them. She's like the queen. I don't... Fuck, don't make me lie. I, there is a, a queen of the dragons that I think can control them, but I don't know any, enough about it to really speak on it. But one, I don't like shows when they're popular because I just... I hate when people be talking about shit. I just don't like to watch it when everybody else is watching it. So the fact that it's still a popular show, it'd be like how I did The Wire. I watched The Wire when The Wire was off air and people weren't talking about it no more. And so it may be the same thing with... Um, 
Game of Thrones. I might enjoy it after people have stopped talking about it, but I just don't like like the same way with Scandal. I started watching Scandal and people ruined it for me because like every time, every week when it was getting ready to come on, my fucking timeline was filled with shit, and it just made me not want to watch the show because I don't want to be a part of that. I don't. So I just if you didn't have show. Facebook, you wouldn't even know what was popular enough or not. Probably, yeah. So you let the people on Facebook mess it up for you. Mess all the shows up for you. Well, I mean, it's not like it's, it's not like I'm not gonna watch them. Just not when it's popular. <laughs> and popular is measured by the people you see talking about it. Yeah, because like I was a hardcore. Um, I just didn't see the last season, but like Criminal Minds is not a show that's like hugely popular. There's like a specific group of people that like Criminal Minds. It's not like as as well like I don't know generally popular as Game of Thrones is. And I watched every season of. Criminal Minds because so you just don't really have the friend list that talks about criminal like if you had a whole bunch of fucking forensic scientists on your friends yes. list you wouldn't watch Criminal Minds no, I would probably watch Scandal not because there's still a lot of well I mean they well, can watch Scandal I imagine too. they wouldn't watch Scandal no. <laughs> clearly people who watch Scandal ain't watching Criminal Minds yeah. so I'm assuming that people that are watching Criminal Minds ain't watching Scandal yeah that's true plus and with Scandal specifically. It, just, it was hard to keep up with who was good and who was bad because everybody was doing fucked up shit. It just, eh, I got yeah. to, mm, it just got to be too much. So, the creators of that show, Game of Thrones, Game of uh -huh. Thrones, are supposed to be doing a show called Confederates, and it's supposed to be about America uh, if the South had won the Civil War. Why the fuck would you make a show about that? I don't know, man. I've been, I guess they feel like they could cater to all the white supremacists in America and get something out of it. The only way for me that show would be worth a watch if it was about the time when slaves were about to uprise. Doubt it. It wouldn't, definitely wouldn't be about that. That's the only way I watch it. But if this show is legitimately going to be about white people, still whipping black people or using new means of technology to restrain and control black people, then hell fuck no. Why would you do that? Who the... They just trying to find some kind of niche thing that they can do that hadn't really been touched that they can make money off of. And they using, they, they using the success of the Game of Thrones to do it. I wouldn't... I don't give a fuck what it was about. I would just not watch a show called Confederate. Like... I just have such a eh, against that word in general. Like, I wouldn't watch the shit anyway. But knowing that it's about what would have happened if the South had won, like. Uh. Somebody need to make a movie about if Africans had got on a damn boat and came over to America and met the Native Americans and how America would look. It wouldn't be called America, no. but how it would look for that to happen. What and if, if Africans would have went over to Europe and found some white people that other white people would sell to white people. What were the Indians calling it? Do we know? Mm -hmm. Before Columbus came over probably and every, shit? Probably Freedom Land. <laughs> See, yeah. we don't get to hear about that because like the people who write the history books don't give a fuck about what was here before yeah, they, they the got winners. here. So yeah, fuck yeah, it's America. Hell yeah. What were you calling it? We don't give a fuck. Bye. I would love to know what the uh, Native Americans were calling it and what they were calling themselves. Ain't no telling. 
Because all of that's been thrown on them. Native American was tossed on them. American was tossed on them. Even like the, I mean, like, is did they come up with like Cherokee and all of those names for themselves? Or is that some other shit that was just kind of thrown on them? That's probably they, that's probably the names of the tribes that they have. Because okay. the name of those tribes are not traditional European words. Okay. Those are words that probably didn't really exist. I mean, they probably, I mean, maybe those tribes, once English was introduced over here, came, came up with ways it. to. Say I would what just they be curious. For. I don't even know how I would go about finding that out, but I would just like to know what this was called before. I would just be interested in knowing before you know they came over here and stole it. <laughs> so, just be interesting to know. But they didn't even steal it. They deboed it. <laughs> they deboed it. They did. If you don't know what deboing is. Go you watch need Friday. to watch Friday. Go watch and Friday. if you wouldn't watch Friday because it's a black movie, then Friday is a movie about somebody who got fired on their day off. And if you ain't ever watched Friday, but you one of these people who run around saying bye Felicia and don't know where it come from, fuck you. Go watch Friday. <laughs> so watch Friday. It teaches some shit about black culture. Yeah. Not, well, I mean, because then they gonna walk around thinking all black people are Craig and Debo and Felicia. No, nah, <laughs> what it's gonna teach you about black culture is where a lot of this dialogue and things come from. By that Felicia, we say. yeah. Because I know people don't heard of Smokey. Mm -hmm. I know people don't heard jokes about getting fired on your day off. I know they don't heard by Felicia definitely. Oh God. Yes. I know they don't heard you got knocked the fuck out. Yep. All of these things come from a specific movie that that we watched in the black community. How are you on. stealing boxes? This nigga trying to build a clubhouse. It's a hilarious movie. It is. The subsequent ones had its moments. Yeah. But it ain't like the first one. No. Um. But anyway. Confederates is a show that I shall not be watching. Yeah. I'm just interested to see if they drop it or not. You know. But see, the white people that say, you know, y'all spread and hate, I'm ready for those people to come out and say that this show is not a good idea. You know. We'll see. I guess so. Um, I just want to talk about this story <laughs> because it's so unbelievable. Uh -huh. And and I've been, you know, doing the online dating thing. So a man in Texas who is 35 years old and his name is DeQuaylon Harris. DeQuaylon. 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 DeQuayludes. Apparently. <laughs> DeQuaylon apparently beat his wife to death. Uh, put her body in the trunk of her own car and took her child with him from Texas to Ohio to meet his girlfriend that he had met online. Nowhere between Texas and Ohio did he think, let me get rid of this body. He went to her house and was inside her house when the police came to get him. And the body was still outside in the car. What the fuck? Like, you know how scared of it? Can you imagine going on a first date with somebody you met online? And there's this weird smell coming from their trunk. <laughs> and then the police come and handcuff this motherfucker and open the trunk, and his wife is in the back that you didn't know existed. Like, from her, from the girlfriend's perspective, I just, I don't even know. <laughs> she was just like, what the fuck? I don't even know him. I met him online. <laughs> like, she was like, are you sure you're not married? He's like, I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive I'm no longer married. <laughs> oh, my no God. No longer? 
It's a thousand one hundred fifty miles from Texas to Ohio, and he rode in the Texas, the southern heat. He drove in southern heat for eleven hundred miles with a dead body in the trunk. That trunk don't got no AC. Like, well, the dead body didn't need it to keep it from smelling. It did. Like you, it's been like a hundred degree. Texas and and Arizona have had like horrible heat waves. It's been like a hundred plus degrees. You just riding in, in this heat with a body in your trunk, and it was an SUV, so it ain't a trunk trunk. It's like the back of the car. So this kid was able to see their mama back there. He probably covered it up with a blanket, maybe, but the kid was in the car, and it was uh, yeah, it was was in an SUV. She had a um. Chevy, um, what was it? A Chevy Traverse, which is an SUV. Ain't no trunk. It's just the back. That boy's crazy. He, and he looked like he would do some shit like, like he just looked crazy, but I just, I hope to never go on an online date with somebody that has a dead body in their car. Like, what do you do? Like, when the police, like, come drawing guns and shit, and then it's a body in it, like, that's still the best case scenario of that situation. What's the worst case scenario? Sharing a trunk with somebody who had, <laughs> had a goddamn dead body in their trunk. It, like, that's the worst case scenario. Like, so, like, if he got there and he ain't like her either? Or just the police not even being on his trail. <laughs> like, that shit could have got worse. That's true. Like. What was his plan? I just, like. like why did he take the kid? Like, <laughs> it's so many questions. What was his plan? Like. The body's still in the trunk. He he's like in the house with her. Was he just gonna like move in with her? like this obviously was a long distance type of thing. Like you knew she was in Ohio, she knew you were in Texas. So like I just wanna know what his plan was. Cause obviously he couldn't go back to Texas. Like even if he met her, it was cool and they just you know, gonna say he can't go back to Texas because they looking for him because her family had already um reported her as missing cause they hadn't seen or heard from her or the kid and couldn't get in touch with him because obviously he ain't gonna answer the phone. No, and then he told the police <laughs> when they initially before they found the body, when they asked him about his wife. He was like, well, I ain't seen her since, like, Friday. I picked up the child, and, you know, she asked me to pick up the child, and I hadn't seen her. <laughs> then when they discovered the body, you know, it's a whole different Realized thing. Realized that was, a, that was that not was true. <laughs> he lied. You killed her. <laughs> he beat her to death. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, again, like. Domestic violence. Be careful, I Be careful. Ladies, and this is why, like, you just have to be careful. Like, I'm probably overly cautious. I have a Jamaican man right now that's like being creepy in my apartment complex, and like, I have to get people to understand. Like, I have to be careful because, like, I can't underestimate him. Like, maybe he's just creepy, or maybe he's crazy. And if he is crazy, and turns out to be, I can't take them chances. So, I have to just treat it like he is crazy because I don't know. Get your taser. I think I am going to have to get one because he's just, I told you he came up this week was like, can can we just be friends? You don't want to be my friend? That's not even how you approach me. Like, then why why do you want to be my friend now? Like, I don't want to be friends with you. I got enough friends. I'm cool. No, thank you. I'm good. You don't ask people to be friends with me. <laughs> that's elementary school shit. You know, will you be my friend? Like, that's elementary school shit. The way that you get friends today is you 
connect with them some kind of way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You keep hanging out and you just become friends. But I mean, I'm pretty sure under better circumstances <laughs> or different circumstances, this man could walk up to you and at least say something that will regard him as somebody that you would listen to in the future. Yeah. If a motherfucker come say, hey, be mine. <laughs> hey, we're going to be friends. Can't we be friends? What? Like, that shit creepy, man. It is. And like, what? Okay, so he asked me about like dating and I told him I had somebody which obviously is not true but he didn't know that and so I thought it was done and then he came back that same day I was out walking my dogs and he like came up and like stopped the car it was like are you lying to me I'm like who does that like I was like what he was like I never see you with anyone again with the creepy because it's like so you've been watching me and watching for this dude I said I got it you haven't seen him so you felt like you needed to come back and make sure I was telling you the truth like that's crazy that's not okay that's crazy that's creepy that's don't nobody do that and then even after all of that you come back again and say hey can we be friends no I want you to not talk to me ever again that's what I want I want you to just leave me alone and just not say shit to me that would be great that'd be amazing just do that just don't talk to me. That's the move. That's the move. Just sh shut the fuck up. Just don't talk to me. And so now every time I see his car, I'm like, fuck. Or if I see him pull up, like, I've literally been about to walk the dog, and I see that he's outside because he lives close enough to where he parks in front of my building. I'll go back in the house until this nigga go away because I just don't want to have another in interaction with him. I just, I know. So if I see that he's outside, I'll just wait to walk the dog. Like, I I'll clean up if I have to. Like, I'm not going out there. Because I don't want to fucking talk to him. Like, this, and this is what women go through. This is what we have to do because we, it isn't as simple as just being like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a two-piece. You know what I'm saying? My two-piece is probably not going to affect this man. But it's going to, all it's going to do is make him mad. <laughs> and I might have a kidnap situation on my hands. I don't need that yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely don't need that. So, you know, just be careful out here because people are crazy. But yeah, that dude, I just. I have a lot of questions about his, like, why, again, it's, it's a thousand, 1,100 miles. You had 1,100 miles to drop this body, and dropping it out of, out of state lines, they would have had to, like, it would have been a Jane Doe. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't know who she was. It would have taken a lot longer for them to identify her because she was in another state. All this time, and you just kept her body in the trunk. Like, what? <laughs> that don't make no damn sense at all. Crazy. Well, I ain't gonna try to make sense of it because she's crazy. Well, that's true, but it's not crazy. I haven't seen that was a I I don't think that I've ever seen a story of somebody murdering their wife and then taking her on a first day with him or a first meeting. And then the article said her child, so I'm thinking it was like his stepdaughter. I don't even think this is his biological child that he like took with him. Drop her off at a, her grandma. Like, don't take her with you with her mama in the trunk. Like. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Boy, retarded. <laughs> well, he gonna have a nice little time in prison because that's where he's headed. Yep. Ain't no question about it. Like That should be fine. This is an open and shut case, pretty much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Well, I only got a few more things to mention and you gotta talk about them. Um... Michael Vick was talking shit about Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. He didn't really it. talk shit about him, but he said that he need to um, 
to rebrand himself, change yeah. his image, cut his hair. Mm-hmm. When you're you live in a country where you got to tell a certain person that they need to cut their hair because of how it grows, then you already know that there's deep seated race situations in America, especially when a black person got to tell you that. You know, and Michael Vick went through all his shit with braids. Did he really think that cutting his hair somehow helped the situation? No. I don't know. Uh, the other one is that Sean Spicer quit <laughs> um, and apparently stole a refrigerator. Oh, I ain't seen it by the first He stole a refrigerator. Well, that's some black shit, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> stole a refrigerator. That is the blackest shit I think he's probably ever done. Let me see. That is so fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, Sean Spicer stole a mini fridge from Junior White House staffers. <laughs> that's just some petty shit right there. He just being petty. I mean, I'm surprised he lasted these six months, to be honest with you. Um, because he just. And I, I just like I don't feel sorry for Melania. I don't feel sh- sorry for Sean Spicer because Sean Spicer signed on knowing what kind of man Trump was, and he decided that you was gonna be his mouthpiece. I don't think so. You I don't, don't think I so? don't think. I think his family and maybe other select people signed on know what kind of man Trump was. Spicer, Mm-mm. otherwise he wouldn't have quit. Kellyanne Kelly and Conway probably knew what kind of man he was. I don't think Spicer like I think Spicer I mean, was anybody who saw his campaign had an idea what working with him was gonna be like. Like he chose to because he didn't have to accept that it was an offer of the position. He could have turned it down. I think he thought it wasn't gonna be as bad as it was. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't know what that shit was gonna be like. I wasn't assigned though. <laughs> like I feel like enough had come out about Trump and enough like you've seen how he interacts with the public and you've seen the shit that he says and you've seen like I just I wouldn't have took the job but Sean took it and I'm sure he didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was but all Trump did was contradict him Sean Spicer would get out there and be like no people that's not what's happening it's okay and then Trump would tweet out that's exactly what it was <laughs> like he just kept it, that is a, a impossible job I feel like to have to be the house speaker for um, Trump to be the White House speaker because he is so erratic that you can't do your job. Your job is to 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 spin these stories and make sure everything. You can't do it. Well, Washington, the kind of people that Washington are filled with are people that are confident in their ability well, to deal with people like that. Well, it just proved to be too much for Sean yeah. Spicer. Spicer, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders ain't shit. Nope. Or Kellyanne Conway ain't shit. Nope. Like they keep spinning this so many things. They keep talking about fake news and fake media. Like. Kellyanne Conway was on CNN talking about y'all news articles just spin. Y'all should be talking about health care. Y'all should be talking about this. Donald Trump just gave a whole 50 minute interview with New York Times where he just talked about the shit that she be saying. Don't talk about the CNN. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you expect? He the one that won't let this shit go. You know what I'm saying? And, and what furthermore, what do you want the news to do? Just talk about the good stuff that y'all want him to talk about and not cover the shit that y'all might find unfavorable? That's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. Like You know, so anyway. I'm surprised he lasted his life. Like Sean Spicer has started turning yellow. Like I was really concerned that he had jaundice because like he was just drinking away his sorrows every time he stepped away from that podium. Like he became one of the most what will probably be remembered as one of the most well-known Saturday Night Live skits. Like, Melissa McCartney did it. Like, he became a running joke. 
Well, I don't know what he finna do now, <laughs> but I also don't give a rat's ass. So he probably just finna what be, was Sean? be at home. Like I don't even. I think he finna take a vacation. The man went straight home and smoked a whole bunch of crack. <laughs> I ain't got no job. <laughs> I'm finna get high. Ain't no telling what. Turn up. <sighs> just he drove to the black part of town to get some drugs. Well, the only other thing I was gonna talk about was. Um, Floyd Mayweather and McGregor in that fight and just how Floyd is, you know, he owed money to the IRS. <laughs> he owed the IRS money, but he just throwing money all over the place all the time. Like, it's probably not the greatest of ideas. Coonery at his finest. Yeah, pretty much, but that's what he does. That's what the money team does. Um, And then OJ is loose. Again, he's out. He was granted um, parole. Good behavior. Uh, what was his sentence? I forgot how many years he was supposed mm -hmm. to get, but he served like seven? I think it was nine. Nine? He served nine of whatever his sentence was, and he's out now, so. Well, he needs to just sit the fuck down somewhere. She's 70 years old, man. That don't mean shit. So is Trump. What? <laughs> no, I mean, they both about to die. <laughs> like, they feel they're not going to last long. Yeah, but he just need to, it's what I'm saying, just sit the fuck down, enjoy your 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 senior years and just be just don't steal no none of your stuff back and just sit down. Just sit down and enjoy the rest of your life. That would be my advice to OJ. My advice to OJ, no white women. <laughs> don't go after Jay Z. Oh no. Oh my god, all of those memes <laughs> about when you realize OJ is yeah. out with Jay Z face. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there wasn't no collaboration with OJ for that. They just, no. He just used what he wanted to use. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Um, just don't even buy gloves. Just, don't just buy gloves. Don't worry about gloves. Down. Um, Go yeah. on a nice island somewhere and just chill out till you die. That would be just He just might not even have that kind of money. Oh, yeah. He did have to pay that civil suit, didn't he? I mean, the civil suit wouldn't be why he didn't have all that money. He just probably ain't got that much money. How much did they win in that civil suit? I mean, it ain't like OJ doing anything to like add on to his wealth anymore. Like, what? How much did they win I in the civil know. suit? It was a lot of money. And then, like, I mean, I don't. I, don't, I just don't imagine a civil suit gonna break you as a human. A civil suit where you were found in the wrong for two deaths, might. Oh no! Like it wasn't like he. So what they say? Money. What they say? Okay, OJ, everything you have is thirty million dollars. You owe this family forty million. Would they do that? They could. I don't know if they do that. Even now. if he got thirty million and they awarded the family thirty million, that means he broke as fuck. Like it, he probably made a lot of money playing football, but he ain't got nothing where he get royalties that I know of. Maybe that's what I'm saying. And then like. The court costs fighting the case to, for him to not be found guilty. Like, I know he paid them bank to to be found not guilty in the criminal case. Like, he spent a lot of money surrounding that trial and that civil suit. So, uh, he ain't doing nothing to increase his wealth. Like, he ain't getting no... Yeah, I don't, I don't think OJ got a lot of money. I think the civil suit. The civil suit in that criminal case, the combination of those two things... I think probably took a lot of his money that he had. I wish I cared more about OJ than I do. Yeah, his no. prime high t highlight time was in my childhood or before that. I didn't even know who he was until he that Bronco was rolling down the street. Because <laughs> I didn't watch sports, so I didn't know who the fuck he was or why it was such a big deal. 
that he potentially killed his wife. People die every day, B. Well, so. that's all I got. So I have. Anything else on your mind? I hope y'all enjoyed the uh, the the new album. Mm -hmm. I hope that um, you go out and cop that. Do it. <laughs> that's it, though. <laughs> anyway, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.